With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome everybody. This is Sumaya. Another episode of Quantum Theology. Today we're going to talk about courage and encouragement and bravery. And I have some words to share for those concepts, and I'd like to open with a song from Bob Marley, which you may already know from the Legend album called Redemption Song. Oh, I want to stand aside and look 
So I know for myself and others that we are eternal beings united in spirit and in strength. God offers each of us comfort and strength. And because God is with us, each day is brighter than the day before. And the affirmation that goes with that page is, God is my strength. And the scripture that's associated with it is also about that. It says, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. That's Matthew 6, line 28. And let me give you another one while we're still waiting for people to come in. And, of course, these are recorded sessions, so if you need to pass it on to somebody, these podcasts are available. If you you know someone who needs encouragement, if you know someone who's depressed or anxious or in a lot of pain and bedridden, then pass them on a podcast that will lift their spirits through that dark night of their soul. And here's a passage about reassurance. How calming it is for me to know that in the times when we need the most assurance, God is with me. My creator knows me even better than I know myself and gently and lovingly encourages me on. At any time of the day or night, I can move beyond fear and concern to knowing I'm in the presence of God then I feel the soothing love of God surrounding me and calming me. As my loving parent, God is always ready to comfort and strengthen me. God is my life, my hope, my all. The presence of God is forever an inseparable part of who I am and how I came to be. The affirmation associated with that is, God is my strength and my comfort in any time of need. Two scriptures that I want to share about that. One is Matthew 28, line 20. Remember, I am with you always. And another one is, how precious is your steadfast love, O God. All people may take refuge in the shadow of your wings. And that's from Psalms. 36, line 7. So I want to encourage all of you today with a word of hope that despite appearances, perceptions, manipulations, deceit, that the truth has always been and always will be in the light of God. And if you can get closer to that, the other perceptions and the other delusions and intrusions and distractions will fall away and they will not seem as important anymore because in comparison, they are really very small. And meditation helps, scriptural reading, um, looking for encouragement in places where you wouldn't expect that. 
and validation that your prayers are being answered. And we mentioned that last time that sometimes we pray, but we pray so hard expecting it not to happen. But if we pray in an open heart and open mind that is connected with the divine order of all of it, of all of us, the dark and the light, the salty and the sweet, the positive and negative polarities, beyond all of those is a divine order that mixes us together and we have this worldly experience. Beyond all worldly experiences and polarities is a divine order where you can find comfort that even though you might be having a really tough time, that maybe you're in pain, that maybe there's confusion or harsh words coming and going, that you can center yourself in a truth beyond all these truths and beyond all these doubts, all of these different episodes and all of these waves on the ocean of consciousness. So I encourage you today. I encourage you again and again. There are so many different ways that TIs are trying to come to uh, resolving the issues, looking for justice, going to institutions, hospitals, courts, to find justice, to find peace, to find comfort, and yet finding that there's even more of a conflict. So do what you have to do if it's the right way to go and it is in divine order for you, your life, your family, your surroundings. But then remember that in the end, it's going to be God's will that decides which way it's going to go. Now, you can star eight and join in, share a thought, and we'll get the discussion going uh, for the evening. Go ahead and star eight if you'd like to share about that. If you have an encouraging word or if you have um, a, a good experience that would help others. And also, remember last week we were talking about healing thoughts, and if you write something down as a part of your prayer, like I desire or I want to see blank and you and you put it under your pillow or you kept it in a journal. I want to hear if anybody had those things manifest this week or if you see any signs of validation coming your way over that. Go ahead and just let me know if you want to join Star 8 and I'll open your line. And you can also chat. Um, but I'm going to, you know, try to keep the negativity to a minimum and, um, you know, we want to keep this a healing space for people. Uh-oh, hang on. Looks like my connection was lost. Isn't that interesting? Hang on. I'm going to reboot it. It's not a problem. This happens a lot in this talk show.
We'll keep talking, and then I'll try to get this thing going again. Oh, I see. They want. They didn't want me to open the room to talk. So hang on. Just hang on a second. No rush. We've got plenty of time tonight. I'll probably go until 9 o'clock Pacific time. And um, hopefully somebody else will open up after. Okay, Oregon, you are on the air. Uh, hi, Sue. Good evening. Uh, I um, love the topic of courage. Um, and uh, I, I think courage... Um, really can dissolve fear. Um and uh I I've, I've seen it I've seen it so actualize with myself, um having the guts to um um kind of just let go of whatever kind of shenanigans are going on around and uh not to put too much thought into it or energy into it, feeling into it, and just um, um, just taking care of myself with God, uh, having a visualization of of a divine uh, figure. Um, You know, I consider myself a spiritual being. Um, I don't consider myself religious. So I kind of honor and revere lots of different configurations of, of, of the Lord, and that could be Buddha, that can be uh, Durgama, that could be Tara, um, and uh, different, you know, lots of, I, I don't discount any any saint or sage or anyone like that, as long as they have something, uh, some wisdom and love and guidance, then they're, you know, they're, they're, they're respected. Um, I feel respect towards them. I just want to read something. Um, let me read, um, courage is not the absence of fear but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. And that's what I'm trying to say. There's other things more important than fear, love, love for one. Uh, I know that um, I haven't gotten along with a particular uh, relative family member in my life for uh, decades, um, as long as I've been alive. And um, now in the present time, I'm getting along uh, because I, cause that's my intention. I decided to. I made a choice to do that. And why am I doing that? Because I don't want to have any hatred or resentment going on because in the times that I'm living in that we're all living, going through right now, it, it's um, it's just really um, dangerous and um, and self-defeating to have anything else but love, to have any other intention but love, because there's yeah. so much hatred going on around us, so much um, 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 evil going on that the the highest form of defeating it. Of, of living a life of, 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 of valor and integrity and, um, and, and, and intentionality is love. Um, I mean, if I was in hatred all day long, I would probably be dead by now. I would probably, yeah. not for my own doing, but mm-hmm. I'd probably be down in such a low frequency, Sue, that I could 
possibly uh, imagine, I don't want to get negative, but something bad could have probably have happened to me. Because that's what it, that's what it attracts, uh, fear and, 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 and despair attract negativity and attracts endangerment. And I don't want to go there because uh, it's me against how many, how many foes, how many evildoers are, are monitoring me and surveilling me and watching me and looking for every opportunity to, to slay me, to, to, to bring me down, to harm me. How many of them are there doing this to me and to you and to everyone else on this call and to everyone else that is not on this call that's being targeted? I mean, just think about it. It is really unbelievable what's going on. And so, so my ticket to sanity and my ticket to being alive and living and being happy from, from the resources I have within me Believe me, it's it's hard to be happy from the resources outside of me. So I'm really I had the courage to go inside of me and kind of just 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 access that joy and love that probably I never had to do in my life because everything was like, you know, life has its ups and downs, ups and downs, and and some days you're gonna be happy and some days you're not. But you know what? I can't live like that anymore. With all the trials and tribulations going on, all the assaults on me, on my mind, I have no privacy. You don't have privacy. Everybody on this call does not have any privacy. And it is just a sin. It is It is probably the, 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 the biggest human catastrophe ever, ever been afflicted upon human beings. And so... How else do we? How else do I deal with this? Well, love and courage. Courage leads me to love. You know, mm-hmm. having having the strength to believe I deserve to feel my love. I deserve to treat myself with compassion and respect, and to treat other people as well. Be kind. Kindness has become. I'm, I said I am not religious, but kindness has become my religion. The, the, the Dalai Lama says kindness is his religion. But why is that? Because when you're kind, when I'm kind to somebody else, it feels good. It feels good. Maybe it didn't feel good 13 years ago before all this, all these atrocities started to happen. Maybe, maybe it was like not cool to be kind to somebody. Maybe it was cool to be totally self-centered and not give a crap about anybody. But now it's meaningful to me because when I'm kind to somebody else, it makes me feel good. And it it lets me know this person's not a bad person. This person's not a perpetrator. This person is okay. And I have a connection there. And every time I can make connection with a non-perpetrator, I save my soul. I save my mind. I save myself. Yeah. You're right, because you, when you're finding genuine connections, you can connect through your heart and your mind and, you know, with with less um, fear and with more courage. I mean, you know, remember that the root courage comes from the Latin root, the heart, meaning the heart. Cur right. is the heart. And yeah. so when you when you do come from your heart, you're actually braver than if you come from trying to work out the 
possibilities and, you know, making lists. I mean, making lists are helpful, but if you can just stand on your truth, you know, in the face of all the confusion, you are standing with strength. You really do have that inner strength. You don't have anything to hide. Even if there is no privacy, what do you have to hide, huh? Really? Well, sometimes I think I have my I have my body to hide, my 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 genitalia, my private parts. I mean, that's pretty private, especially when you know mostly there's there's men watching. You know, I mean, I know. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a free porno show in a, in a sense. You know, I I, I don't want to I don't I, I don't want you know you know negate the fact that I don't have anything to hide, but yet. You know, um, uh, it's once, so 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 I ha- I have something I say to myself now every time I take a shower. I don't want to. I'm not going to repeat what I say, but I say something which kind of uh, it's funny. It's, uh, it makes me laugh inside, mm-hmm. and I and 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 it kind of it kind of relaxes me, soothes me, makes it lets me know uh, it's okay. It's okay. Um, if you could have it any other way, you would, but you can't right now. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things I do if I feel like I'm, you know, if I'm being violated in the shower or someplace, I start saying, you know, I'm assuming they're videotaping, you know, with audio. So I start saying, like, super high-level technical terms, you know, like DNA microsequencing, really loud. (laughs) And I say, (laughs) uh, you know, ultrasonic weapons, acoustic projections. You know, I'll I'll say, like, you know, weaponry words. I'll say strategic planning, tactical, you know. And (laughs) I don't think they want that recorded for the dark web. I'm not sure, but, you know. I think it kind of limits how they can send it out there. But, yeah. Um, you yeah. Know. Yes, you want oh, to you, yeah, another thing I did is I wrote these yeah. lists of technical scientific terms, and they made posters in my bathroom. So uh-huh. anywhere they photograph in my bathroom has got uh, a background of... energy frequency lists and things like that. So uh, even some names are on that on one of those walls. And when I have guests, I take it all down. And then when they come, you know, when I'm by myself again, I hang them up, you know. So yeah. they're going to they're gonna have to copy and paste or erase or photo, Photoshop it pretty heavily uh, from that point. Yeah, yes. So so you don't make it easy. You make it difficult, right. which is which right. is really But I know that there's no privacy. I know it. And you know what it's just how it is, you know. It's just the way yeah. it is. Not much we can do about that. No. Well, it's it's, and it's no it's, one it's, is alone in that. No. And it's really empowering to make it difficult. As difficult as yeah, you can. You can for, do that. For the yeah, purpose. you could try those things. Mhm. Okay, let's yeah. uh, let's move on and let's hear what Don has to say. Um, you're on the air. Star it if you actually want to speak. Go. Uh, determination. You know, we have to be determined to uh, expose a lot of these. Uh, <clears throat> you know, they think they're all powerful because they can bring in these operatives, but it's just a small thing compared to God's power because, you know, it. You know, they think it's the, they're creating these end times and they got the 
they got the Jehovah's Witnesses off the street because they can burn them through their garages and they don't walk around anymore around here. But they're they're God's more powerful. He he'll save a sparrow's eggs, you know, from the ocean, you know, taking if she's determined enough to, you know, to get her eggs back. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Um, it, that's true. I mean, if you compare perps to God, I mean, who's going to win in the end? Everyone who has read the Bible, anyone who's done any kind of spiritual work will find that their faith grows to the point where human beings just can't compare. They just cannot. Yeah, they have these devices that are resonant, and they go around burning, you know, in the parking lots and whatnot, and the helicopters, they have a few of them. But... You know, and then they complain if you put up shielding and with these alligator eyes, you know. Oh, we can't kill you fast enough. Oh, my God. Wah, 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 wah. We're going to call the zoning. You know, is it It just goes on and on. You, bring, you know, it's, you know, race, yeah. put, putting the focus so all the people are infected when they come in your house with their devices and, mm-hmm. you know, with the waves and, trying to create trouble, you know, people past, you know, uh, trauma, well, you know, childhood. If you, really look, yeah, if you really look at their personalities, they're very addictive, um, kind of low-level frequency, and this is how they feel more in control. They feel more powerful if they can hurt somebody, but it's a very, very tiny little, you know, uh, step. Because there's a lot of entities, and they're all alive, and they're all part of God. That's right. They all have Mm -hmm. the super soul. Exactly. And if if they really wanted to feel the power, you know, why do they have to steal it from other people? Why don't they just go straight to the source? Well, they created a monetary system that way. It's not based on gold, and and so they got to keep killing, and it's a self- you know, it has to do with human sacrifice and you know, blood yeah. sacrifice. It's it's a it's a real nasty thing and they have these I wet know. ops, these mercs and they just need to stay busy molesting people and they make up these stories about us so that their crime you know, these in you know, the it create purient interest, you know, and and you know, so they can get as many you know, and why they're targeting us, they all have a common purpose. Otherwise, they would, you know, if worse come to worse. But, the mo- you know, they just do it for money. Money becomes their god. I yeah. don't know. Well, that's a good point because they're worshiping idols through money or through objects, property, um, position. So well, they, they don't they... see property as sacred. And this country was based on the sacred nature of property, which is our soul our our mind our you know higher mind is our property and and they've twisted it around and we can get you know measurements start getting measurements take take uh these you know find these people that are burning us in the parking lots be careful of you know your doctor because doctors license to have the devices and they will use them they'll bring a per they'll run a perp operation the doctor you know, just like they did Waco. They got Janet Reno out of the way. 
and they'd start shooting dogs and little kids in the front of a church. This is what we're up against. We're up against a real demonic evil. Yes, but we're trying. Yes, yes, Don. But we're trying to keep it positive on this call, and we don't want to scare people more than they are. So we're trying to create a healing group. That's what I'm trying to do. Maybe the other calls aren't that way, but on my calls, that's my purpose. And we want to try to think of something good that you want to share with 30 people that would lift their spirits right now. Can you? And anybody else? Star 8, if you have an encouraging word, something to validate your prayers, something that has given you the light this week after our last time. Because this is, you know, I know there are plenty of calls for, um, you know, plenty of calls for activism, plenty of calls for legal stuff, shielding, technology. But this framework, this framework is for healing. Think of something positive if you can. And Grieve, you don't have to mute yourself. But um, try to shift your focus. I know there's a lot of mental repetition going on, keeping people in a certain negative framework of fear. But I want to. But we need a a tiny amount of fear will keep us alive. But if it becomes all pervasive, yeah, it has to be a second nature kind of thing. And if we know their little tricks and traps, they only have so many. I mean. They can bring mm-hmm. in heavier stuff, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's basically what I outlined, the, the parking lot, the, the neighborhood. We know that. Or we know that. And the, then we know the that. consultation okay. room, medical consultation. Okay. okay, thank you. Thanks. Okay, Louisiana, you're on the air. Louisiana, yeah. hey. Uh, Kyle. Um, Hi. Hey, how you doing, Sue? Um, I, hey. I just wanted to ask a positive thing. Um you know, I was in the car coming home from Walmart, and, you know, I was going to get on the call tonight, um, and I was just in a rage because I saw a 14-year-old boy, you know, caravanning me like his dad was teaching him how to stalk. And I was just, like, in my head, negative thoughts to my attackers, um, you know, and I got on your call, and I just want to tell other TIs how necessary what you're doing is. Um, and I just I immediately just had this, like, positive feeling in my head just from your voice and what you're doing, and I just want to say it's so necessary, you know, thank you, and, and you kind of pulled me out of myself, because I'm like, you know, i got to find a way to defend this, i got to do this, i got to do that, and I'm, you know, so angry, um, and this is very important, I mean, I can feel it, like, to my core, you know, I hear your voice, and what you're trying to do, and, you know, have a peaceful healing place, and I just want to tell target individuals who kind of have the same frame of mind that I do, this is maybe the most important thing to get through this. Oh, thank you so much because, I mean, that to me is a testimony that the energy is working because let's look at it this way. It's energy. (laughs) Everybody knows it's energy and that there are different frequencies that make you feel different things. So let's take the energy that makes us feel better. That's as simple as I can make it, you know. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, I do, I feel it like when, on your calls, you know, when you do the meditation, you know, I'll feel that, you know, when you get good goosebumps and that lightheaded positive feeling in your head, so it really does. I mean, it's it's very, it's scientific, you know, what you're doing. It's just, oh, yeah, it's all based on science. I mean, I, I can give you 
quotes from books, uh, research on metaphysics and uh, meditation. They've got all kinds of research. I'm just giving you the nutshell, you know, uh, of all of that. You know, 40 or 50 years of research has been done on how the mind works and how you can shift this biofeedback, you know, everything. But here it is right now, energy and shift your energy to where it feels better. And even if you do have rage, okay, that's very human. You know, anger is very human. If you're being violated, of course you're going to react, but you don't have to be victimized by your own rage going on and on and on, recycling that. So you can stop the cycle where it comes to you and shift it. Because once you have that energy, let's say once you have a feeling, you can use that for something. And this is a perfect segue to the topic that I brought up tonight, which is courage and bravery. So when you feel rage or anger, what would you do, Kyle, to shift that into bravery? What could you do with it? I guess, you know, just think about your family. Think about the positive things you can do. Um you know, to get the information out in a loving way. You know, I I have a lot of problems with that because I want to react to these people and be like, you know, you people are terrorists. You know, I was working, you know, I work at a charity, and they're in the charity computers trying to stop me from, like, emailing a licensing renewal for our charity to make money for cancer kids. And this guy is on the V2K saying, like, you know, got to do this. This guy's evil. They're saying how evil I am. And all I could do was just like, oh, I'm going to get y'all. You know, I'm going to make this program come down around your ears. You know, and, and it took well, it took me getting on this call to really calm me down. So, I mean, I guess surround yourself with positive people, um, you know, and, and just try and continue that cycle of positive energy because that's really the way we have to fight. Sometimes it feels like we need to fight another way, especially for guys. Um, you know, and I know it's it's not singled out for guys, but it feels like we need to be like, yeah, I'm going to pull this down around your ears. You know, we're going to fight you. But it's like that's kind of what they want. You know, they're they're very happy when they get that reaction from me. You know, that's right, that's right. I mean, you just said it. If you give them your anger for too long and you start to feel drained and your energy is going out of you because of it, they have won because they're stealing your energy over that. And they feel like it's some kind of victory. But you have victory now because you said, I'm not going to let that take over. No, you have victory now because you took it back. Like if I wouldn't have got on this call, and, like, heard you talking about it, and, like, instantly when I heard you talking, like, I have to tell you the truth. Like, inside of me, I was like, what is she talking about? This is too, um, you know, we need to be talking about real solutions. But as I just, I sat there, and I go, okay, and I just started to have this feeling, and then I was like, no, no, you know, she's right. That's very important. And I, I kind of take that out of my life, and I don't know if it's remote neural monitoring or, you know, I'm being conditioned but it's the most important thing to stay positive and to heal and to get with our spirituality. It's, it's the main piece of the puzzle, you know, to getting defenses and, and fighting this in any other way. And I do want to be honest with you. You know, I, I heard you talk. I was like, oh, man, he's playing a Bob Marley song. You know, we need to really be talking about solutions. But then I'm just like, you know, I've heard your other calls and I've gotten so much out of them. 
and I just stopped myself. It was like it wasn't even me. It was just this negative feeling of like, you know, this isn't concrete. This isn't going to help us. Um, but I'm wrong. I mean, I'm totally wrong. This is extremely necessary. Um, and it's it's a way to get clear-headed. It's a way to get more connected with God. And it's a way to, to find those other solutions. It's almost like those other solutions that we're looking for come after this, after we get ourselves on the right frequency and we're headed in the right direction. Oh, and that is such a good point because if you go, let's say you want to do a city council meeting and you want to present evidence or something, but if you go in all frazzled and angry and cursing, they won't be able to hear you. They just, you know, it's an automatic human thing that people just kind of shut down if they're being, if they witness something that's a little bit out of control. But if you come in calm, positive, you smile, you're professional, they will listen to you. And so one thing helps the other. One thing, if you start with a baseline of calmness and uh, a positive, you know, outlook, all right, let's say you don't get the exact result that you want. That doesn't mean you go into a rage. That means you're on a step to the next thing. And, um, you know, even like Thomas Edison said, uh, it wasn't that he invented the light bulb in one try. It was 99 tries before that that led him to the right light bulb filament. That that was the filament that, you know, was able to hold the energy and shine, to shine that light. So he tried, 90, he tried 99 other filaments in the light bulb before he got one that would hold the energy. Yeah, I think that's incredibly smart. Because it's like, you know, sometimes we feel like we're going up against a brick wall. And it's like Mm -hmm. we have to stop and say, you know, that's not working. You know, that's not working. And you're right. We have to take another angle and a whole different attitude on that other different angle and, you know, try other things. And I, you know, thank you. I I commend you. I mean, you're a very intelligent woman. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, I wouldn't I wasn't going to be a target. This wasn't going to be my lifelong, you know, dream, but here I am. And I'm using skills that I developed 30 years ago for this for this moment in time in history, you know. We're not just targets as individuals. This is the whole, you know, the whole history of humanity before us that we need to help. So, oh, Setsa says he's Edison tried a thousand unsuccessful attempts. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, maybe it was 999 <laughs> times that he played with that light bulb. Yeah, that's good. I don't know where where that came from, but I just remembered it from the past. Okay, thanks, uh, Kyle. I'm going to move on to the next caller and start right again. If you have something else, Massachusetts, you're on the air. Hi, Sue. This is Sally and in Massachusetts. Hi. Um, this is a great thing you're doing. I know I just listened to God, Kyle and you talking, and it's like this, this, this is the focus. This is, this is where our power is in our relationship with God. That's where our power is. Right. And and the thing is, all right, some people 
don't understand that they put a limit on God when they think that he can't work through you in a mighty way. You know, he's like, he's a big God. I mean, he's huge. Let's face it. He's huge. He's a big God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. We have to to look at it and, and open our eyes and see. The devil can't touch us. Yeah, if you uh, go by the belief that um, he who is in the world is a lot smaller than he who is the creator of the universe, then you have a lot more faith in it. Oh. Me. God, God is a lot, a lot greater than any enemies of this world. Right, right, and, and I think that when we start putting our focus towards real love, and it's hard. It's really hard. You know, it's hard for me because I feel like someone else is always around me, and and it's it's very. I don't know the right word for it, but it's it's really demeaning, and and it it it's just a real creepy feeling. And to be walking in that every waking minute of my life is is really oppressive. You know, I mean, I know there's someone I know there's someone around me all the time. They they've been in my house. And well, they're it, around all of us. They're they're all around all of us. Yeah, but and I know what you're saying. It is demeaning, but that's part of the mental programming. If you keep repeating that, this is demeaning, this is demeaning, you start to lose you know, your value. I think, I think they're arrogant SOBs. That's what I think. They're arrogant, mm-hmm. selfish people, and, you know, I always have that little chip on my shoulder to keep me going. Sorry to say, yeah. it's true. True. I know. But if they are trying to demean us, there's no doubt about it. I mean, the, you know, all the mental... Well, they emotional. don't, you know? When I take a corner and there's cars stopped at the stoplight, stop sign or the stoplight, I hold my head up. No one's going to see me looking down. Yeah? Okay. I hold my head up. There you go. And give us an example of what are some of the positive statements that you use to encourage yourself. This is the theme for today is encouragement. What do you use, a word or a phrase that helps you to keep your head up? Because I think that would help others. I think my thoughts go to my God and knowing that he is going to take care of me personally. Huh? He loves he loves me personally, I know that. And to just realize that whatever way I can glorify his name, I want to do it. This is the end. We are in the end. Okay? 
and and his name needs to be glorified. I go to Bible studies. I'm I'm stalked. I stalk, so they know I go to Bible studies. I walk out of the building with my Bible in my arm. You know, um, mm-hmm. they know I go to the church. You know, and I I go to I've been going to three Bible studies a week plus church, and that's all I do. That's all I do. That's all. It's like God has reduced me to this place where it's just him and me. And it's becoming a very beautiful place. And um, he must be glorified. There is a victory in this for me because I know God must be glorified. Mm -hmm. And that he's helping you get through keeping your head up. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. I I I get down. But but for some reason these thoughts I've been having about about him and me and and everything have have really um begun to take hold. Mhm. Good. Sounds good. We got a few more people. Let me uh Listen to somebody else's encouraging word today. Florida, you're on the air. Hi. How is everybody? Hi. Hi. Um, I was starting to think, I, I, I talked to Derek about this probably a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned it to him. I think what would be more encouraging with all of us, or at least I feel this way, is if we, did, we uh, made a more aggressive approach. I'm in a situation here where I can't hardly move right now. I did finally get a job, which is good news. But if we had TIs like a um, in, in each area, each state, or I don't know if anybody has a list of where everybody is at, that if someone needs to call somebody and needs to talk or needs to connect, we've got someone we can connect with. Also, if there's any TIs that have... Um, those trimeter machines and we can record where it's coming from because I live in a three-street neighborhood and it wouldn't take too long for someone to find it. I don't have the money to buy one. But if another TI, if we group together more, we could fight better, I think, and be more aggressive with this approach if we were all, if there's more people supporting each other and not just the phone calls, but I mean, you know, like if there's somebody even 20 miles from me that I can connect with. Um, okay. My niece, you know, something to that I, I affect because if we had more contact with people even in our own area, yeah. that would okay. help. And the, the trimeter idea is if somebody near any one of us can record the readings, we can narrow down where it's coming from and get to the point right then instead of talking about it Somebody can, they can help with their trimeter and help other TIs in the area that they're at. Right. Well, we've been talking about trimeters and people, and, you know, we even brought sources and phone numbers for people. They can get, you know, a cheap meter. I think uh, Karen mentioned there's like a $10 meter. So, yes, um, but when... What I'm hearing in what you're saying is that you would like to see some more practical areas of comfort and connection, like with other TIs in your area, and a more aggressive approach. 
Well, that's yeah. fine. That's why we're talking about bravery today. We're talking about courage. And what gives you, you know, what would you say to somebody who's afraid and curled up in a ball in their closet, how would you get them to feel encouraged? What, would, what are the words you would tell them if they could hear you right now? The 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 only thing I, I've tried, I've been able to, to see, I've seen this kind of long time, when I was in real anger, when they, they put me in rage quite a few times, and I've never felt rage. But what I did, I was like, you are not going to kick my ass. I would scream and yell in the house, bitching at them, and using all that energy toward them, it would turn around into a positive attack on them, making me feel like I can I can overcome this, I can do this. I'm not yeah. going to let you kick my ass. You're not going to win. And I I keep telling people, don't give the enemy what they want. Uh Never give them what they want because they want you to react. You have to sit there and you take some mental power on this. To sit there and hold that adrenaline without going off the wall. I mean, I have. I I broke a glass. I threw a glass on the wall in the living room. I don't throw things. I used a hammer on a broken printer because my rage was so intense. I had to feel the power of the hammer on the metal, the, the broken printer. But like I said, I got through that, but I try to get people to, to say that's what they want. Don't give them what they want. That's a good point. That's right. Don't give them. Because Very good point. by doing you... that, you're like, I'm giving you everything you're looking for, everything you want, because guess what? The, the key thing is, first, with all the, the introduction, all they do with the isolation bit, then they record you. And then they say, well, we have proof that this person is going off, this person is suspicious. Yeah, because by getting them that. when we give That's them the right. reaction, they can record us because I don't doubt. These people are physically in my neighborhood, is what I'm saying, Shelley. That's why even for me in my situation, I've got no support here. I've got one friend that may come through for me, I don't know. But right now, I've got probably 300 in the bank and that's it. And I don't have, a, I've got utilities to still pay. And I've got to find out how I'm going to pay the utilities for the next month, even though I've got a job, the check won't come, my paycheck won't come for two weeks. But the thing well, about you do, sound, is, you do sound like a brave woman, and um, by the way, this is Sue Meyer running the call of quantum theology. If anybody's just joining us, yeah, I have one more suggestion. We're, we're talking about encouragement. We're talking about bravery. We're talking about being heart-centered. Like courage comes from cur, which is the heart. So we're um, trying to share with each other confidence-building skills and words and actions that will help us get through. So anything yes. else, Florida? We have a few other people who would like to get yeah, on. Yeah, I know. I just have one, one other suggestion. Go ahead. The V2K, that they've been hitting me more this past month. The key thing is when I'm watching movies, if I'm involved, when I redirect my brain, my brain's attention to something else, I can block them out. And I actually feel, I feel okay. That's the only way you're going to even mentally and physically feel like everything's okay for a brief moment, even though it's a brief moment. But when you turn that movie off, the movie is over. You get up from the couch or wherever, I mean, I watch it on my computer, and I feel a lot better right before I go to bed. Because the key thing with them, they want to keep you 
entranced in their world. So by redirecting your brain, the brain's attention, whether it be a movie, a PC game, music, if you, I mean, they, they bombard me with that stuff. Uh, but if you can redirect your, na- your brain and try to refocus your brain's activity to that, yeah. then you can uh, kick them to the back seat and say, no, you're not going to screw me up tonight. I'm enjoying this movie. Put yeah. the popcorn out, turn up the volume, and by the end of the movie, you feel like, wow, it feels normal again. I feel I feel like everything's normal for a little while. There you while. go. And, you know, Brian, Brian too, has said it. It's in all, it's all my my books on focused uh, intention, visualization, and maintaining that focus. That's the thing. So, yes, you can redirect your attention to something other than um, – the targeting that you're getting, and that will break the entrainment that they're looking for. Go ahead, Vermont. You're unmuted and on the air. Oh, hi, Sumaya. I just wanted to um, thank you for the call. It's lovely. And I really enjoyed uh, Kyle's uh, opening up to you. Um, I don't have a lot more to say. I just wanted to say thank you. It's it's very enlightening, and I'm really enjoying the call. Thank you so much. I I appreciate that, and I love to hear you know when people get good results, because that means that I'm fulfilling you know my intention, which is to heal people, and help them through troubled times. Um, can you share with us what helps you to feel calm and centered? What thoughts, uh, actions do you use? to feel encouraged when uh, you're having trouble in your in your life? I'm not sure if this is the right answer, but I have a lot of anger, so I channel it towards activism. And, okay. Um, and I do get a lot of, uh, you know, sometimes I, I doubt myself and I feel a lot of agitation or, I don't know, whatever they do to us or, or ourselves. But um, I do just try to go outside and, and find some peace and uh, and I think of my family. I don't want other people to go through this. And, and so that kind of, I just kind of rechannel my anger. You know, I have to admit that, that it is there. Well, it's yeah, about. and they that they want to get those uh, actions, reactions. They want people to be so enraged that they go out and become shooters. Um, so we know that that's going to get us in trouble. It's a form of entrapment. So if you know that's the end zone, you can steer away from it. And like you said, you use your energy. It's extra energy, and you're using it for activism. That's a great way to use it and um, makes you feel like you're fulfilling a purpose with it, right? Oh, yeah, yes. And, and my anger is more, you know, just just to what what is being done to us. And, and, and so I would, you know, never have a violent thought, but I do uh, – you know, I'm just angered about it all. I used to be a very calm person, generally speaking, and and so, you know, but I I garden too as well, and that that helps me as well. Yeah, but, um, very good. Anyway, very thank good. you so much, Sumaya. I'll just continue to listen, but I really okay. appreciate your call. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we're gonna try to do these every week on Wednesdays, so. Um, you know, everyone will get a chance to hear it. If they're not here tonight, they can listen to the podcast. They can download it or share with others. The call is being recorded. Minnesota, you're on the air. 
Yeah, um, this is Sandy from Minnesota. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to share a, a scripture, um, Psalm uh, 37, 1 and 2. Do not fret because of evil doers, nor be envious of workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. So I go to the word and it supports, it helps my mind. I like walking in state parks mm, and getting yeah. out of the city. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So um, you like to go outside in nature and you find scriptures yeah. that help you. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I like that's the one thing, that, thing that Derek talks about is you know sitting on the you know on the ground and I think that helps you know and good. sitting in the mm-hmm. chair take your shoes off and put your feet down and mm-hmm. um, get away from I know there's currents that you know sometimes it can go in the house so that's why I like it outside but you know yeah. <laughs> it's Minnesota it gets chilly I can't be outside for too many months. Yeah. But thank you for leading this call and, and making it different from all the other calls that we can keep it positive. Well, thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be redundant. Um, Neil's call is very uh, technical. Um, I think Ella's calls are mostly about activism and uh, PR work, which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do. We need all of it. You know, we need everything. And uh, Linda, I noticed, has come in. Feel free to join the call if you like, Linda. Linda's calls are very nice, very um, interesting. And we always have good people. So, uh, you know, and we try to share what we have, what we know the best. And this is what I know the best. So I, yeah. like, to, I like to see the results. And thanks so much for sharing that. Um, any other scriptures you would like to um, read out for other people to grab onto? Yeah, there's one more at the end of that chapter. Um, I'll just, one little one here. Go ahead. Um, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Right. Right. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thank you. That was great. Okay. Um, we are just after the hour. Um, I want to welcome everybody who's joining the call tonight, uh, Quantum Theology. This is Sumaya. We're talking about encouragement. We're talking about courage and bravery in hard times, how to build our confidence, and how to keep our heads up even though there may be abusive situations all around. And I have a, a little poem I can read to you right now. It's called The Courage to Be Myself. By Mary Ellen Simpson. Courage to be myself is to know I am not alone. God and I are one together. Courage to be myself is to shine my light, cast out fears when I take a chance and be me. I thought that was appropriate. Okay, Massachusetts, you are on the air. Hi, thank you again. Um, I had a message for the lady that was speaking a little while ago. Okay. I, think her, I think her name is Linda. 
and she was talking about just having very little money left and worrying about paying her utilities. Mm. And my suggestion is to shut off all the utilities. Oh, well, yeah, to save on the... Which save the money. Help. Yeah, save the money as well as the energy. You're right. Uh-huh. Mm, I turn off things a lot. Um, I go around at night shutting down all my um, bar plugs and everything that's plugged into them. And the only thing I haven't changed yet is the refrigerator, which I turn off every once in a while by hand. And um, somebody yeah. mentioned that you could get um, like a timer on your refrigerator so it's not running a lot. I'm going to look into that. But, yeah, um, that's... That is a good suggestion. I think a lot well, of people you know, are on that. You know, that. I've, been, I've been studying survival skills. And, I mean, except for my refrigerator, I don't need the electricity. You know? The only thing is uh, when it go, gets cold, you need heat. And when it gets, you know, you need heat uh-huh. and cold in the summer, so... Yeah, yeah, uh, managing the temperatures, that I think, is a difficult thing. Depending on where you live, true. if you live in it, if you live in a temperate climate, and you don't have to worry about it as much, or if you live in an RV and you're mobile, you can travel with the weather. I did that for a long time too. So, you know, you go go um, south when it's cold and go north when it's hot. <laughs> I shut off all my breakers except. I can't mm-hmm. shut off two of them because I have smoke detectors on them. But other than that, I shut off all my breakers, especially when I go to bed at night. Okay. Um, yeah, and it it stops the electricity from going through your walls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I can't use and, the wire and, as an antenna around you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I do that. My bed is made of foam. It's a nice solid foam, but it's foam. There's no springs in it. My bed is made of wood. There's okay. hardly any there's hardly any metal on it. Okay. Um and this is not by my personal selection, this is just kind of what happened, you know? Yeah, I know. Um, um, okay. So, 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 I have a very positive environment, and I think you have to turn your environment into something positive. Yeah, that's good. What else do you use to make your environment positive? I I picked up some um, stones beach and I was looking for quartz and these are like basically the white uh, like smoky white color pretty very pretty picked them up and I've got them on my headboard I figure they, they, they're, there's quartz in them and they will vibrate um, and maybe absorb some of the bad energy and I've got some copper up there. And I tried to make a Telsa coil. I 
couldn't find a cone-shaped object to wrap my copper wire around. I ended up using what looks like a beaker. Remember when you were in school and you were in science class and they had the beakers yeah. held liquid? I, I mm-hmm. found one of those. So I I wrapped um, copper wire. I don't know what gauge it is, but I, I wrapped this copper wire around the um, beaker to the shape of the beaker and then I had it go up and then another coil of just cylinder shape and then another and then the end sticking up in the air so it's like an antenna and uh, it's it's the Telsa coil or something similar to it um I saw a video where the cone shape is very powerful. Okay, thank you. Um, We're going to move on to the next people. Star 8, if you'd like to join a conversation about courage, bravery, and keeping a light in front of you, Minnesota, you are on the air. Oh, I didn't have anything to say. Is there another Minnesota? I don't know if I was I was in you, signaling done. You must have you must have started because I saw you on the chart. So oh, okay. go to the next one then. All right. All right, Star Eight, if you'd All like right. to join and share something positive with the group who's suffering so much. We're um trying to keep a healing space here on Wednesdays at one three four eight four five to replace the old activism call. But there is still activism going on. So um, that hasn't stopped. It's just that we changed the focus of our call. And um, we're trying to see how our thinking has changed over the years, too. So we want to repeat positive phrases encouraging words to ourselves, even though we may be surrounded by negativity, and everyone is. Everyone is surrounded by people in their neighborhood, surveillance, and everywhere else. So um, we want to find a way to get through without saying, I'm targeted, I'm miserable, I am terrible, I can't get money, you know, because you are actually reinforcing those thoughts when you repeat them. Any thoughts that you repeat to yourself gets reinforced. You know, reinforcement, force. So you can change the way you think just a little bit to make yourself feel better. And I encourage you to go to the Bible, look for scripture, uh, phrases of positive encouragement right there in almost any hotel room. If you don't have a Bible, go to a thrift store. You can get one for 50 cents. Everyone can afford a used Bible, which has the same words that it has had for thousands of years. Here's a thought. I, I shared this before about an hour ago. Remember, I am with you always. 
from Matthew 28, line 20. Remember, I am with you always. God promised that he would be with us whenever we thought of him, whenever we needed it. Whenever we needed to remember that we are not alone in this world facing all of this by ourselves. Oregon, you are on the air. Uh, hi. Yeah, I wanted to uh, add to what you were just talking about, uh, positivity. Um, there's a, uh, a book, a hardcover book and an audio book uh, by um, Rhonda Byrne, who wrote um, The Secret uh, about 10 years ago or so. She, uh, her newest uh, book is called uh, The Power, P-O-W-E-R. And um, I've been listening to it, and um, it's about talks about love as the power. Um, and so, instead of saying I appreciate um, my uh, bracelet, I I, uh, I am grateful for my uh, bra- bracelet. She says, "Say I, you love your bracelet. I, I love my bracelet." And uh, she talks about loving everything, everything. Everything like I love my car, I love my finger, uh, my fingernails. I I, I love I love the way I walk. I love the way I look. I, I I love I love this person. I love the way this person laughs. I love the way this person um, uh, smiles. I love the way this person um, uh, shakes my hand. Just and she and she says that, but by doing all these love things, uh, you know, just just having love, uh, just kind of infuse infuse your body and your soul and your mind and your brain and your and all your chakras and all your energy fields, etc. By just having that love frequency, just 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 be all, all all pervasive inside of you. You're attracting, you're attracting more and more love. And, uh, and and the more you uh, the more you recognize that you appreciate things, the more you're going to get back. And so it's basically what you were saying, Sue, that if you put if you're putting out you know good thoughts like um, you know even though even though I don't like what's going on around me, I'm not in control of it. I can't I can't stop the surveillance. I can't stop the stalking. I can't stop the hits on my head. I can't stop I can't stop you know I can't stop the um, the, the the remote neural monitoring. I can't stop all these things. But what I can do is I can. Um, I can uh, reframe things like if I'm getting hit and I, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling my head getting bashed in by by different by different frequencies, about, you know by microwaves for instance. Instead of uh, uh, getting real enraged about it, which I used to do, I used to do, uh, but I, I retaught myself not to because I learned from listening to the phone calls for over a year now that doesn't work. All it does is give the the monsters, what they want, just like what uh, I think it was Satriane that was saying that before, the woman from Massachusetts, I think, was saying not to give them what they want. That's right. Don't give them what they want because everything they do is to get a reaction. Uh, and so, uh, so, so, so when I was saying that, um, to, to just focus on, um, so, so, in other words, so, so, so if I'm getting hit by a freak, uh, if I'm getting hit and I feel a sting in my head, and uh, of course, I, of course, the, the purpose is to intimidate. It's to harm you. It's to all these negative things, right? I put my hand on that area, and I'll say to myself, "I'm really sorry, honey. 
I'm really sorry, Amy. I'm really sorry this is happening to you. I love you so very much. I love every every part of you, every cell of your body. I love your essence. I'm so sorry. What can I do right now to to make you feel better? And I keep my hand there. And I visualize healing energies coming through me too to undo, to undo, to undo. And this is practicing the visualization thing, to undo what was just done, to not let it be that way. I have that power of my mind. My, my mind, your minds are very powerful. Don't ever underestimate the power of your mind. And God, your mind and God, don't ever underestimate. And so your mind can call in God, and, and, and God can call in your mind. Either or, it goes either way. So I just call in the power of the healing, the healing beings out there that have used, maybe used to be healers and other wives, and maybe still hanging around these realms, and are there to help, to assist, yeah. to, 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 make, to make your life uh, better, to make your life of a better quality, to, 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 to infuse you with love, and the love is going to, is going to push out. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to, uh, to step on all the evil. It's not going to let, see, see where there's love, they can't, evil can't get in. It's it's a, it's a uh, it's a um um uh, um it's a barrier. Um, it, it fills, uh, if you're filled with love, if you're filled with light, there's no space for the darkness. Right. It just it cannot. I mean, it can try. They have heavy weapons. They can try to poke through, punch you, make you feel pain. But if you keep bringing in the light of God and uh, the love of God to fill or replace the, those little dark spots in your body and your environment, then there's a, a lot less uh, opportunity for them to put darkness in front of you. That's right. And, 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 and to believe it, to really, really, I really, really believe it. I really, really have faith in that, that it's true. I really believe that as long as uh, I have a firm, a, a firm, devout dedication to that, that it's it's always going to be that way, you know. Mm-hmm. And I I can't be I can't be harmed, and or I can't I can I can't be harmed. Um, absolutely, I it, it it can minimize a lot the harm, and it can make my mind stronger. Because yes. because if, if I have a strong mind, if I have a strong mind, it makes things more impossible. Uh, I can't be taken down if my mind is formidable. If my mind says no to trespassers, the diabolical, nefarious entities out there that are doing these these egregious things to us human beings, if I say no. However, I may say no. I'm, I'm creative in how I can say no. You know, then it has less effect because because I, I'm affirming. I'm affirming that. And yeah. but but so I don't like. I don't go to the negative. If I go to the negative, I'm defeated. If I start That's saying true. I am feeling, and I have been there, guys. I swear to God, I've been there in the muck. I've been down there a long. I was down there a long time, a long time, and I've learned. I've learned, especially now with with um, 
with learning that um, that my life can be taken away from me any second. Any second, or I can be giving some, I don't want to get negative, but, but, but my life is not totally under God's control anymore. I'm not, God is in control, yes, but there's, 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 there's some other outside influence now. And, and, and my job is to minimize that outside evil influence. That's my job. Right. And, and that's, that's all your job, too. Yeah. Well, this is my job. Yeah. And it's been my job for more than 25 years. So, so I have a lot of practice and you're absolutely right that if you exercise your mind to steer away all of the challenges, all of the temptations, all of the distractions, you actually are strengthening your mind and medically speaking, you're um you know, creating new neural pathways. You are actually taking advantage of the neuroplasticity of the brain. And if you exercise those parts of your brain which can withhold yourself from distraction, withhold yourself from the negative reaction, you actually strengthen those neural pathways so it becomes easier over time. It actually does become easier, and you are able to focus more on other things. Uh, You're able to focus on whatever it is that helps you to stay light and keep going until your time is over. And that could be, you know, music, art, caring for others, hospice work, volunteer, getting a job. It doesn't have to be an amazing job, but anything that keeps you focused. And the first thing is, Staying in, staying in control of your mind as much as you can. So we're, uh, if you're just joining us, we're talking about encouragement and always possible mental, physical, emotional, environmental. And Minnesota, you're on the air. Yeah, I've got something more to share. Um, you know, there's been times where I've acted in anger, you know, um, so I'm not like a super saint or anything. But, however, here, here's something that happened in June. Um, a young perp moved in across the street. You know, it was after work. He drove in. There was, like, bird poop on his window on the driver's side on the door. And I had some Windex and some paper towels. I just walked up there. And I hadn't really met him yet. And, and I, I wiped the bird poop off his his window. And he got, you know, was, he got out of the car and said, thank you. And, you know, I put my hand out to shake it and tell him my name and his name. And, you know, when he put his hand out, he started really trembling. And he looked weak. And he was just, fear just went right through him. So I, you know kind of demonstrated who he was that way but sometimes there there is uh something that can take place when you are um exercising some kind of kindness and it, it might get their conscience to if they have a conscience left anymore you know it might make them really get convicted what you know what they're doing is wrong and we're not all bad people and that, well, you know, you know, you bring up a you you bring up a good point. I think some of the 
perps are, you know, have been abused, they're chosen for their work because they already have, like, an underlying uh, trauma in their history that can keep them under control, and they can use those traumatic or criminal behaviors from the past as, um, you know, blackmail against them. They can hold it over them. And the other thing is they might not ever have had enough love in their life to transcend to the places that we've been because they, you know, they they might have grown up on the streets of Detroit or who knows what, you know. We don't know. Maybe they're drug addicts, maybe they're sex addicts, whatever their problem is. It's not... um, you know, it's not for us to figure it all out, but if we can mm-hmm. show them some kindness, you might be surprised how much you could change a person's life. Like you said, you, you went over, you moved out, moved some dirt off of somebody's car, and they didn't expect your kindness. They probably yeah. were shocked. They probably yeah, didn't even, they didn't even know what to, to feel at that moment because maybe well, they haven't had enough that. kindness. Uh-huh. Yeah. They might not have and ever the, had enough kindness in their lives yeah. to know how to respond. Yeah, and he just shook. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that yeah. I can reach out and this anyway. Yeah. That's kind of hard to do, you know. It, it was just something that was spontaneous. So, and then, you know, I, I go to Bible studies and AA and stuff, and I get... Ones that follow me over there and try to give me a story that's kind of like my story or something. And then I'll have to try to think of something to say, you know, that's like positive. Like, you know, I'll say, well, at least I won't say <laughs> something about pro-life. At least, you know, if, if Trump gets in, he'll save some babies, you know, from abortion. Um, I said that's about the only good thing. So I'll just like stating some morals and well i don't trust any politicians to get up and make speeches so that you'll like them you know you know they they have game plans for that and that's not necessarily their truth it's end times you can see it in everything you know so we got to be be wise and and um yeah the best we can and and i love the group that we have here and it's really helped me to survive this yes Thanks. yeah it's we are good support for one another i got to tell you though um is there anything else because i was going to go into another sort of related topic go ahead okay uh so star eight if you have something to share on the t- on this topic um I, I got to tell you honestly that um, a lot of the calls have become so negative and so harassing. And some people will just get on and say, oh, shut up. We don't want to hear from you anymore. And that's why a particular person is going to remain muted on my calls for the things that she has said to me and others because we don't need to be abusing one another. And we don't need to be saying negative things that are going to bring each other down. And the infighting is is terrible. I mean, we are the only support we have. This is it. Now we have to bring it up. Let's bring it up another notch or two. And that's my intention. But, um, you know, I have a lot of practice at carving out and discernment. And if somebody, you know, starts to bring down the group because they want to build up their ego or something, it, it can't happen. 
you know, you just got to rein it in and find another way to use that energy. We're all overloaded with chemistry and physics and everything else that we, um, you know, we, we have all we can right now to deal with this moment. We have to just stay focused and centered and grounded no matter what. Until we die, you know, and when we die, it'll be God's choice. He'll say, that's it. You've done enough. You get to graduate. And that's how I'm going to see it. I mean, you're going to get to graduate to a higher level. Can you imagine? Like, think of this as elementary school for a soul. And that your next level is going to be like college. But in the meantime, you've got to go through all the learnings and all the lessons of life and the trials and tribulations, and strengthen your soul and your mind through it so that when you get to graduate, you're prepared. That way, when you get to heaven, you will have discernment. You will have love. You will have everything that you need without effort. So, um, you know, that's why we're doing this now. And uh, Setsa, I should answer to you that, you know, I decided to handle this call a little differently than the others because, you know, they go, they, sometimes they just go out of control. I mean, I've been on these calls for more than three years and I've heard a lot of things happen on these calls that I'm not allowing here. So, if you know... If you want to speak, you can call in and start right, too. Oh, thank you. I thought you were criticizing. But, no, um, we have to keep the negativity under wraps because we – let me express it this way. Okay. Let me take it to another level. Visualize this. We live in a universe of, of unbelievable amount of power and energy. And some of that energy has come together to form planets, and some of it comes together as plasma to form stars. And some of these are supernovas. And some of these are orbits. And space and time is all combined together in this energy structure. All right. Did I lose you yet? No. Because we're still in the universe. Will you sit on this planet or you think about Mars? It's the same universe of energy. Now we added a whole lot of energy to our environment because of these phones and computers and Wi-Fi and everything that's broadcasting across the planet at speed of light. We have a lot of energy to deal with. Okay, that's the foundation. This is where we are. Now, you have an emotion. You want to express that emotion. That emotion is energy too. And if you broadcast your voice to somebody and hurt their feelings, you didn't just end up hurting them. You hurt yourself. You hurt everything around you. That person is going to go on and hurt somebody else because they feel bad. And everybody they touch and talk to that day is going to radiate and radiate and radiate every where that energy went, you are responsible for transmitting. Now, do you want to transmit something negative or positive? Because we are in a world of unifying polarities, right? How do you unify the polarity and keep centered? Well, that's the process that we're learning. This is, this is the exact mechanical, metaphysical process that we are learning. How do we manage so many polarities 
all the time, day and night, conscious or unconscious. So remember, if you speak a word that hurts somebody's feelings, you didn't just hurt that one person. You hurt that person for their future and everyone they talk to. So, okay, maybe the perps think, yeah, let's do that, yeah, because maybe they didn't think about it so broadly. But I think about it broadly all the time. If I can encourage you, if I can encourage 50 people on a call, and they go out feeling peaceful and comforted and attached to a higher power of God, then, my God, they are radiating beauty and truth and expansion, and they are transforming their world. They're transforming their own world and everyone that they love. So, Consider that. And star rate if you'd like to share something about it. I'm looking at the chat room now. Yeah. <laughs> Freedom SCHS says everybody's behaving tonight so far. That's right. We usually have pretty good calls here. And we are transmitting all the time. Even if you don't speak, you're transmitting with your thoughts. Did you know that? Because thought is akin to energy. The energy of your mind. All right, let me take a breath here. And I think we're going to lead a meditation at this moment. So see if you can shut off any distractions around you, just for 10 minutes, right? It's not going to be deep. It's not going to take you away from your world. It's not going to hurt you in any way but maybe help you remember something beautiful inside of you. So take a deep breath and close your eyes. Breathe out any stress. You don't want the stress, breathe it out. And breathe in new air, new oxygen. Just breathe deeply for a minute or two. You have to breathe anyway. So breathe deeply and naturally now. Close your eyes. Keep breathing. The world and everything else in it will still be there. 
all the things on your list to do, all your worries of the future. Just breathe calmly and naturally. As you breathe, imagine that your body becoming more calm by your telling it to become more calm. Feel your heart open as you continue to breathe. Your heart, which does so much work for you all the time, whether you're aware of it or not, no matter what you feel or say or do, your heart is beating in rhythm. And in your mind's eye, imagine it, you can scan through your body, releasing any dark spots, Scanning through and coming back to your heart and breath, the center of your chest. Scanning through and coming back to your heart, rhythm, natural rhythm. The heart responds to you. You observe it, it observes you and responds to you. Thank your heart for all of its work, all of its feeling, all of its love and all of its courage be deeply into your heart now. And allow it to expand open space inside of you expanding bigger than the muscle of the heart. It fills the whole cavity of your body. And as you continue to focus on it and expand it, it radiates love outwards. You're transmitting love through your heart intention. You're radiating love throughout your whole being. You feel so calm as you expand. You're a bigger person now. You are brave as your heart opens. You are encouraged. Breathe again and radiate love into your room. Fill your room with this heart-centered, blow 
pure love, not to anyone or from anyone in particular, just pure state of breathing, light, love, truth, the truth of who you are. Radiating and filling the whole room with this. This is your space. This is your place. Just leave it there. Leave yourself open. And even if something hurts later, you'll remember your mind and heart and body will remember you're bigger than this body. You're bigger than this little dot on the earth. You're much bigger. Try to imagine how you can influence everything in your room just by feeling it, just by thinking it now. You can radiate so much goodness in your world. If you want to, call in the archangels for protection. This is another little step. You're feeling open, you're vulnerable in a place that's full of turmoil, but you, your truth of who you are can stand. All in the archangels to protect you. Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Oriel. Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Oriel. And on the four corners around you, circling you for protection. I thank you. Share your gratitude and your love with them. They will share their light and wisdom with you. Just rest in this moment. We're going to continue a few minutes. Keeping your Constant attention on the goodness inside of you. And star eight, if you would like to share something about this. Don, if you would like to share, try to be nice. Everyone is in a sensitive place right now.
Massachusetts, you're on the air. Oh, Sue, this is Massachusetts. I just want to thank you so much for that beautiful meditation. I hadn't um, turned on your call until right before the moment when you decided to do this meditation, and the timing of it was absolutely divine. I had I needed it so badly to get myself back into a calm state, and you brought me there just wonderfully, and I'm so thankful to to you and for um, for God and everybody else placing me on the call at this moment. Thank you. You're so welcome, and thank you for saying that, um, because, uh, you know, you're probably mirroring what other people feel. And, um, you know, it did bring up earlier that divine order is the real order, and that's what we have to trust the most. You're so right. And how, um, you know, how does that work for you? How did the meditation work for you? Like, what what did it change in you? Can you be more specific? Oh, um, it got, well, the breathing part was the most significantly um, astounding part of the whole thing because that really just got me focused in on what's really important here. Oh, yeah, what's really important for me to do right now is breathe. I'm in a quandary. I'm in a state of inner turmoil and, you know, actually feeling a little bit of depression, even anxiety, and all these things are coming in, and I just needed to breathe through it and release it all, let all that pain, that worry, that sadness, everything else I was holding on to so tightly in my body, just let it go. So... For me, that portion of it was the most instrumental. And then from there, it just flowed nicely into um, bringing in the light. And the the part about the angels, too, because I had forgotten to do that. I usually do. Um, and that was incredible. I had this beautiful, beautiful vision um, with these four angels and then myself in the center, and all four of us are connecting into the light and the love. And Oh, it was really nice. Well, thank you. Yeah, we we forget that the angels are there. I mean, we we do pray to God, but he does have his servants, and they work on specific tasks why they're called angels and archangels. And, um, you know, they don't do our bidding for us, like some people say. Um, I have seen certain magical spells and where they are somewhat conjuring, um, you know, like they can tell the angels what to do, you know, like they can conjure them and say, now I want you to cast a spell on somebody. No. So they're so much higher than what we can see right here. That, um, you know, they, they don't do our bidding, like they're not our slaves to all our little earthly desires, which is why magic isn't a good thing to go to. Magic or witchcraft is not a good way to go when you're becoming more spiritual. And I've known people working on all different sides of the spiritual communities, 
And um, I've got to tell you that if God isn't in the equation, if his will isn't in the equation, then it's not going to happen. That's all there is to it. You can you can conjure and and get you know uh, you know make pots full of stuff on a stove, but it's not going to happen. You can say all kinds of words out of a book and wear uh, a costume with a pointy hat. It's not going to happen. You can paint your walls black and put a bunch of symbols on it, but it's not going to happen because all of that stuff is limited to the earthly realm unless you connect with divine, the, the divine will, the divine power for the world and for the universe. That is way out beyond what we can see from our own little desires. So, I, you know, I know people are coming and going in this chat room right now who are wondering, why do we do that? What's meditation? The Christians may come and go with, you know, pick on certain words. I've got to tell you, you know, I've gone there and come back so many times. I know this to be true. I've gone to the other side and come back in this life many times. I know this to be true. You can watch near-death experiences, accounts of people who were atheists, who died, came back to tell about Jesus Christ standing there and not allowing them to fall into hell. Just believing is enough to keep you out of hell. But that's not enough. If you really want to be part of, you know, the greater power, it's surrendering to his will. And I'm not saying that you have to be a mush. I don't say you have to surrender to negativity and poisons. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying don't try to conjure on your own using magic books and stuff because that's not going to help you. There is a greater power than all of us and all governments and all institutes and all universities. And he goes by the name of God. Thank you, Massachusetts. Donaldson, you're on the air. If you're just joining, we're talking about encouragement today and positive thinking. Go ahead. Uh Uh-huh. And you were just talking about uh, the the idea, you know, of God, in in, and yeah, I I like I like that. Um, there was something there was something that I was I was I was wanting to add to that manifestation. Now I think the reason why the story of Jesus Christ is so powerful is because you understand when he understood the law of our abilities, you see, what we are, who we are, the ability to manifest your reality. Now, imagine if you just believe, right, in um, being saved, right, and you shall be saved, right? Well, that sounds pretty cool, you know, and actually it sounds like manifestation. Uh, and so I really like his, his simplicity, the, the simplicity of the Bible. It really does fit uh, quite a lot of of scenarios and anyone can apply it. So it, it does a, a job, a really great job of bringing in a lot of peace and harmony. Um, but there, of course there are ways of fine tuning the, the techniques spoken about in the Bible regarding the manifestation and 
having the faith of a mustard seed and all of those things. There are so many uh, many things that you can do to practice in and hone in on those uh, abilities. Now that's that's not that's not magic. It's just a natural ability to manifest, but it may appear, you know, magical on the surface. Mystical is the best way to describe it. But I'm not a big fan of mysticism, and I don't think very many people on this call are. They're more practical. So you don't you don't know that. So, but go ahead. I, that's why well, I said it's assume. my opinion. I said I don't yeah. think. That's my right, opinion. Don't assume anything about anybody. Okay, I, go ahead. I, I said I don't. I said I don't think anyone on this call is that. I think they're more practical. It's my opinion. So, uh, if you, if you guys in, are interested in in learning how to you know manifest, which I'm sure you guys have probably all looked into before, right? Because I don't put it past any of you guys to have all all this knowledge already. I mean, this is. Um, how how more beautiful is it, right, of a call to come on to where everyone on the call already knows everything that I'm going to tell them or even, could even think of? That's the world I want to manifest is a world where I guess I'm kind of catching up to other people instead of, you know, like, yeah, it's it's fun to co-create, but I like I like seeing what other people are also creating as well, you know? Yeah. So uh-huh. that's, yeah. That's why it's important to get this information out there about manifesting and realizing that, yeah, if you make the claim of Jesus, that, made a, that might apply to your, um, your life when you die, okay? And, and when you, what you see is what you believe because that is how manifestation works. But in this lifetime, you know, just have... Have the foundation firm is what I'm saying, okay? All right, back to you. Right, okay, so this is why I say you can't, if you want to manifest that everybody agrees with you about practical reality and not spiritual reality, then you're you're trying to force your will on other people. But before you even came before you even came into this room, we already had validation from a lot of others that they needed certain types of thoughts that would help them get through. That they needed to be connected more spiritually so they could get through. So I understand what you're saying, and we are manifesting our reality, but we also have to have a certain caveat on that that says we cannot really control others. We might influence them with our words and our energy, but ultimately, it's between them and God. And God is not just a concept. I'm sorry, you know, if you don't believe that, you know, you're all welcome to stay. You're all welcome to leave. But God is a real being who is much greater than all of us. He's a real being. It's almost an insult to say God is just a concept. It was a word in a book. I can't relate to it because it's just a word. I don't understand why people believe in God when there's no proof of God, you know, all these other things. But I can tell you it's a truth. If you don't have that yet, then go by faith. For me, faith is not necessary anymore. For other people, faith is not necessary anymore because he's so real to them. So just, I'm just going to add that part. But uh, can you 
can you make God appear on your will? Not really. Can you make yourself die by will? Can you make yourself be born? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't have all those answers, but there is a bigger picture here. And manifestation is part of it, and I agree with you on that. So let me suggest that if anybody wants to know, how did Jesus do what he did? He used energy and his connection with God. He says, I only do, I'm just paraphrasing right now, I only do what my, God, what my Father tells me. He show, He said over and over, I and the Father are one, therefore I can show you this. Or look at John 14, line 14, I believe it is. You can do these things and more. As soon as you become one with him and the Father, like a lineage, you know, if you're in that lineage of thinking and of energy and manifestation, you will be able to heal people too. You'll be able to multiply the, the loaves and the fishes too. And God is, well, and dear, dear Headlight says, God is in everything. He's all energy and matter. He's everything, the Alpha and the Omega. So, um, you know, that's why I call this quantum theology. Fucker. That's why I just call this mm-hmm. quantum theology. Yeah. And and I really like your response, okay? Um, and thanks for muting me and unmuting me. I would really like to add that I think that um, that that the, the fact that God is so omnipresent in everything, just like uh, your chat room was commenting, re- relates back to the comment about God being practical and spiritual. Because if you look around, everything is physical, yet there's also the unseen elements, okay? And so, so yeah, that, I mean, I believe in my personal belief system, it, it, it consists uh, of, you know, faith in... That that the spiritual world and the physical are combined into one, actually, and because he, what I believe is that, yeah, all of the spiritual world would not be able to exist. God utilizes the experience of all manifest forms to actually have experience. As a limitless being, how else would you be able to experience anything? And so, you know, limitless means you're in everything. You're you're really so that's why I really like to look at, sometimes when I look at my hard times, I go, man, that sucked. But then I realize, well, you know what's interesting is that experience, if I donate that experience to God, right, now God knows what to do with that. You know what I'm saying? Think about that, people. Yeah. God knows yeah, what to do with your hard time. That's a very good way to put it. I like that a lot. Did everybody mm-hmm. hear Mm-hmm. You're donating this hard time to God. Maybe he can make you something bigger and better than you thought. You know, maybe he can change something in our reality that we didn't expect. Right. Well, it's not just that you're, donate, you're donating it, but you're also saying, hey, look, don't think so quickly that it's you that is that this experience of hardship is for. It actually mm-hmm. could be for the creator in you to experience your particular individual lifetime 
and experience, right? Whatever you're going through, you know, is cre- is totally original. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. so, that's a, so, yeah. That's an interesting concept. Uh, anybody like to comment on that? Star rate and join. Um, we'll just have some discussion now. But it, that's a really good way to put that. And um, I've done a lot because, of thinking about that. So. Yeah, because we're all part of God's experience. And, you know, he is part of ours if we allow. And, and when we allow ourselves to be, I think, so, you know, attached to our own experience, like, like, for example, whatever happened as a child to you. Um, it's, it's, that, you know, like whether you determine whether it was a hard time or not, you know, it doesn't, you know, that's, that's your coloring of reality and people expectation of reality could help you determine what the color is going to be. But ultimately they don't know the mind of God. And so the experience ultimate has to be given over, handed over at some point to the Lord. And so, so that's why I was suggesting that pe- people who are God-minded can, can use this information of kind of putting your, your suffering, right, on an altar and giving it to the Father, giving it to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. I like that image. It's, that's an interesting way to deal with it because we can't handle it ourselves anyway, you know. And um, giving it over for whatever reasons. It's a good way to do that. I like that. Can you give us an example of, you know, maybe an experience, like a hardwired experience that you did that with, and how did it change? Sure, I can do that. Mm -hmm. So there was one occasion where... I was going to be late for work. I was 18 years old. And I was on my way to the bus stop. I was also, believe it or not, I was homeless. And um, I was on my way to the bus stop. And I was staying in a, in a, in a house of these Christians who had given me a roof over my head, you know. Uh, I guess they felt like God told them to do that. And um, so on my way to the bus stop, I saw the bus actually go by. And I immediately was like thinking, oh, my goodness, now I'm going to lose this job that I have, right? So this sucks. So I turn around. And then I'm thinking, well, no, that's not faith. That's not, that doesn't show that I actually believe in, in, in God at all, you know? So I said, you know what, Lord, I totally believe that I'm, you know, please help me get to work. I know you're going to do it for me. I, that's what I want to ha- have happen. I need to do it. So I turned around, and I headed back to the bus stop. And I said, I gave it to God. I said, thank you for letting me get to work on time. And I just was like, thanks, God. I acted like it was already done. And mm-hmm. I, the moment I sat down on the bus stop, I had this sense of gratification, like, yeah, like I know I'm getting to work, man. You know, mm-hmm. on time. Yeah, and, right. And and my I guess what happened? My I saw my buddy drive by in a white van. His name was Juan G. He was uh, kind of in, into music business, and we loved. You know, we talked about music a couple times, 
And uh, so he saw me sitting there, and he stopped and came and backed up and picked me up, you know, and, and asked me where I was going, took me to work. So I really thought highly of that experience, and that showed me how, you know, really the power of, you know, um, manifestation and also believing in God actually can really help a lot. And just really putting the problem, giving the problem over, handing the suffering, putting it on the altar, really, you know. Uh, because the sin, the sin is already forgiven, and so there is, there is a grace that is over this world right now, according to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've heard some people who want to use Christianity and manifestation theories together. They say when you pray for something, pray as if it already happened. Like you want to see somebody healed, see them healed while you're praying, not in their decrepit state, but see them whole and completely healed while you're praying over them. And that's how, you know, you combine those two different ways of thinking. So have you ever witnessed that? Because that would be a miracle to witness, actually. Um, Oh, yeah. I've actually thought many times that I could have the ability to to physically to help to heal people through, with God's power through me. And mm-hmm. um you know what? I sometimes discount that. I sometimes just put it on the back burner, you know. But um so, there's a, it's very often that uh I actually will just throw something visualizing exactly where I want to throw it and it will end up landing right there. You know, um, and mm-hmm. so that happened earlier today. And someone was witnessing it as well, so that was kind of cool. But I think I think those synchronistic moments that we have, are, if you can kind of spot one of those moments in in your life where you you have a synchronicity, and you're like, wow, that was so, wow, you know, like right in the pocket, mm-hmm. right where I should be, you know, how did yeah. I do that? Well, then just stay there. Stay in that place of awareness, whatever that was. Yeah, well, that you bring up a couple more good points, and that is once you make your prayer for manifestation or for creating a new reality, you have to give it up. I mean, you have to allow the universe to work all of its algorithms to make that synchronicity happen, which is beyond our own hands and feet, you know? Right. Um, we can't plan every little detail of everybody's life that's going to match up to the moment that we get there. You know, it's well, just impossible. It, it, you know, I would I would say that it's 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 not with beyond our hands and feet, but it's it's necessarily within and without our hands and feet. Yeah. Okay, that's a good way to say it. But I mean, if you sat there and tried to plan a synchronicity, it wouldn't exactly be as you know. Amazing, let's say, because if you say, mm-hmm. I'm planning, uh, I'm going to run into somebody really interesting and they're going to give me a thought today like you just did and mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't planning it. And then, oh, wow, that was synchronistic because it wasn't planned, but it was exactly what I needed in the moment. You just left right. it open. Right. You left, and you left you it open and hopped. You never know what you're going to get. You know, life is 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 it's really interesting too. You know, 
when you go for what you want, sometimes mm-hmm. that authentic desire to think is is crucial to pay attention to what the desire is that you're moving from. That's just one thing to manifesting what you want that I've learned from just experience. That, yeah. you know, authentic desire is the key. And I think the one one way of eliminating false desires is to, what I've found, is to re- let go of any idea about myself that is wasting my energy. Like, for example, let's say I can sing really good, you know, Figaro, 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 you know, but uh, if I can sing, okay, and I think, oh, I'm supposed to be a famous singer, and then all I spend all my time trying to be a famous singer, but I never make it as a famous singer, you know, and I'm just constantly, it's like a pipe dream almost, right? I'm not quite good enough to really make it as a famous singer, but, you know, it's the idea is there are certain ideas about yourself that you might be holding on to and maintaining that you could just put on the back burner or even just let go of altogether because they're so strongly rooted in your conscious that you they'll never go anywhere. You could you could stand to let go of that idea about yourself and then clear that space and allow more of that God energy, that divine energy to flow through you, the creative energy, right? that healing energy, and then you'll be surprised to find how quickly an authentic desire rises to the Mm -hmm. surface of your awareness. Yes, agreed. You said it very well. And because some people might say, well, let me use this manifestation tool to make myself a multimillionaire, right? Okay, is that new? No. But is that the real desire of God for your life? Maybe not. And so if you let that go, uh, you might see that there's something better. Because we think of all the bad things that could come along with having multi-millions or whatever. But like you said, if you can be a little more like, you know, surrendering to the greater order, then you might find that, well, you can do pretty well with 50000 or something. And that you're not going to be hounded by a lot of thieves or whatever, you know? So and well, like, here's, another, here's another thing. Like, let's say you want to have, um, you know, like a great wardrobe. But maybe you're happier with just a simple wardrobe because you actually are happier that way, and that's what you have already. So you might see that what you have is exactly what you wanted in the first place without going there and back. That's what I find. You know, like I might sit in a chair and say, well, what do I want to create today? Mm -hmm. Well, I might go in my mind to a whole other scenario, find out that there were going to be some troubles on the way, and then come back to my chair where I was in the first place and never having to deal with it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you know what? The other the thing is, is it it sounds like you're 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 kind of saying that conflict, embracing your conflict, can actually lead towards, and I'm kind of taking this in this direction too. It can lead towards manifesting something that you want to have happen. Even even though 
you you may mm-hmm. it may feel uncomfortable. Like for example, there's an occasion when I I started to see beggars as angels because when you see a beggar, you typically think, well, what is a beggar doing? Right? They're 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 inspiring these people to 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 question themselves whether they can or cannot give you know whatever the, this beggar is asking for right so the person's in a position to say well can i do it right and that's that that's angelic because he you know when people go yeah i can fucking do that and they give him the money i mean he's really helping these people who feel strongly about themselves and their abilities to do things to be more of who they are and and everyone else as well so that's so when i started to to do that one time i wa- i was looking for this book online I couldn't find it. Uh, it was called Personhood, and uh, so I'm, I'm in I'm in the uh, I'm in the part of town. So I I see a couple like this homeless person, and I was, initially I was walking by, I was feeling uncomfortable, <laughs> right? So and then I was like, well, you know what? Hold on a minute. Remember, they're angels. I was like, mm-hmm. so I go up to the person and I say, hello, angel. Mm-hmm. You know, I really felt it in my heart too. I was like, this person's an angel. I can feel it. I know what they're doing. You're making yeah. me be more. You're making me be more of who I want to be. That's awesome. Thank you. And uh, I just wanted to thank mm-hmm. the angel, really. And he he yeah. said, "You like books? You if you like books, here." He handed me this book, and it was the one that I was looking for online. I cracked oh, it up. Oh wow! Okay, that's yeah. a good story. I like that one. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, yeah. I have. You know, I've always respected homeless people for having the life that they have, even though I know it's hard, as hard as it is, um, that they are demonstrating something that most people are not brave enough to do, you know. And they are demonstrating an act of faith that most people are not willing to go through. Honestly, it it doesn't matter what they're doing, what they're doing for the only thing that the the impact is what I'm looking at. I'm saying, how are mm-hmm. they inspiring others? And you can even ask yourself the same question, you know, and mm-hmm. and everyone listening, like I do every day. How am I inspiring other people around me? Am mm-hmm. I am, when when they see me, what could come up, you know, for them, right? Yeah. When they smell me, what could come up for them, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea is. You have choices on how you can affect your surroundings, and they are closer than you think. Yes, right, right. Well, yeah, I was just saying that how I see them as human beings where, um, you know, as opposed to where they're, you know, in some states and cities they're being rounded up and disappeared, and uh, I don't know where they're going. And Mm -hmm. I really, you know, I feel bad, and I don't know what to do about that. But they are humans. They're, you know, same thing that happens to stray dogs and cats. They get rounded up, and we don't know what life they're going to have after. But I respect them because on some level, they and God may have chosen that. I'm not saying for sure because I don't know everybody's life, but that somehow they ended up where they are, and it's very brave to go through that. It's just tremendous. And they are demonstrating, you know, how are they being seen and what do they bring up for others, but also, you know, what they're learning in themselves 
do that lifestyle. So that's, um, you know, there's a lot of different sides mm-hmm. of that. Have you, you saw the thing that happened recently in the news. I, it was posted on YouTube where China was killing protesters. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Well, it happened. Oh, no, you know, no. Another... Uh, I'm sorry. I, I for, Forgive me. I, I exactly think it was in, in they Africa. were killing Chinese were killing Muslims. No, not Chinese. The Bangladesh, or what is that, Indonesia? Where is that at? Where's Bangladesh? Bangladesh is, I think it's, uh, let's see. India, right? Uh, Taiwan, no? No, I I might be wrong about that. It's India, I think. India, all right. uh, You know what? They they were straight up killing, the government police were killing, like rounding up Muslims and and killing them. So I thought that that was interesting. Mm -hmm. And just to see that video, the propaganda coming out of India or um, out of that that region for, by the news, you know, uh, and it's, again, more of this propaganda that there's some impar- something really bad coming down the pike. And I'm, I think that this is intentional to, tr- to, to, because there is a surge of positivity in you right now. There is a, a source, a well surging and, forcing its way through your system that you've never experienced before. You haven't even, it doesn't even have to force, it's just flowing through you, right? That's the best way to put it, right? And it's really this cosmic vibration of awareness of Uh yourself as a cosmic body and there's elements of equality and also sovereignty in 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 that awareness, and so there's a lot of things going on right now. So yeah. uh, don't be discouraged. Anyways, did you have some other callers that were come, wanted uh, to speak? Cause yeah, I have a few people unmuted at the moment. We just have some open discussion now before I close out. I looked up Bangladesh. It is its own territory, and it the the capital is Dhaka, and it's located in South Asia. So it's kind of it's in there with a bunch of other places. Um, Okay. So it's yep. near India, but it's not. It isn't in India, according to what I just looked up. Okay. Okay. But yeah. uh, I oh, thank you for doing that research. Um, yeah. But on the re, on the on the real the real manifestation to the practical and the spiritual. Getting back to that one point that we brought up that you brought up earlier. And and if anyone else has a question about that, yeah, I'd be free. Yeah. I'd be free to ask, answer. How, you know. It, I, I sincerely feel that there is no separation between spiritual and physical. Mm-hmm. Well, so. there is no real there is no real separation. It's only separation in consciousness that makes the difference. So that when people are aware that their words and actions are vibrating throughout the universe, then they realize that they are connected, or if they see how they've hurt or helped somebody, they see how they are connected. But if they don't realize it, they might just go about with a limited view of their influence mm-hmm. in the world. Right. And you know what produces, what gets produced from a limited view is mostly uncomfortable feelings. So I guess the best thing for, we, you know, the message that I could say, you know, in last and closing for me would be to choose a thought that feels better mm-hmm. instead of one that's going to produce a feeling that doesn't, that doesn't feel good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. 
I like to say on a practical level, be a force for good. Despite the perceptions, despite the illusions, despite any deceit that you've experienced, be a force for good. And then you can help balance the polarities. Mm-hmm. And do it for God, actually. And, and you can incorporate, mm-hmm. as you mature with your spiritual awareness, you yeah. will be able to incorporate these principles of God and mm-hmm. also this newfound awareness into the same kind of, as you, you know, walk about reality, you know, a practical way of living. And it's really not too far-fetched to think that mm-hmm. God would be able to, to, to work in your life on a daily basis. Right. That's right. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be mm-hmm. uh, rich or beautiful to be a part of God's universe. You are already. Right. You know. That's right. Excellent. Thank you, Donaldson. I appreciate your input tonight. Oh, it's tonight. my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Really it's, good. For anyone that really doesn't good. know, I actually had a spiritual awakening in 2010. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it was uh, April 29th at 8:29 p.m. And uh, it, wow, I mean, I literally had cosmic consciousness after I did a series of mantras, and I was also doing some some meditation and, uh, you know, doing some, like, awe work. Like, um, I heard about, you know, Dr. Palai, he had awe, just saying awe, you know. And then, but the one that really, toning, I don't know about that. Tony, T-O-N-E, Tone. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but there was this Yata Pende. So this Hindu mantra called, uh, that means the cosmic body is the, the individual body is the cosmic body. Hmm. Yata, Yata Pende, Tata Brahmande, and it goes like this. I would do this all the time. So for days and days, I would just sit and be like, Yata Pende Sata Brahmande Yata Pende Sata Brahmande And those sounds, they literally do, they did something. And I had a spiritual awakening in, but there was also a couple of other meditation techniques. That's why I'm really interested mm-hmm. in talking to people about these yeah. techniques. Connect with me if you're interested. I want to share these with you guys. It's hard to do it on the call, you know, because you got so many yeah. people. So, but right, right. No, that's good. But we'll be here again every Wednesday. We'll bring up some more, you know, if you want to share uh, with a group. You know, it's not the same as one-on-one, but the more we can come together in in unison, the stronger this intention can be. So that's uh, feel free to bring that. If you have a book on it or something you want to read a passage, that's fine. So we're doing these every Wednesday for anybody who's just joining. Mm-hmm. And um, but the basic the, the technology is that every there's an energy embedded in every sound, a frequency. So right. you know the the yogis actually embed these peaceful frequencies, these healing frequencies into these sounds and these awareness mm-hmm. type, these spiritual awareness frequencies basically into these sounds and it's the same thing when you say the word you know the s word or the f word right it comes with a certain feeling right so that's a frequency okay now the same thing is if i say om 
it's you know what I associate is peace with that, and I think okay. so. There's a lot of people that can agree that that chanting Om is very peaceful, you know. Yeah. Well, if if you don't feel comfortable, and I'm just going to say this for the Christians in our community, yeah. uh, that you just pull a word that makes you feel better out of the Bible, like you could say, you know, the peace that surpasses understanding. The peace that surpasses, or profound peace, like our um, our friend from uh, <clears throat> Georgia said, and you can just use a word like that and repeat it: profound peace. I am peace. That's a good one. One another one is I am whole. I am wholeness. Yeah. I am perfection. I am I am whole, perfect, strong. Um, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. Now, if you say if you say that over and over again, you just recondition yourself really to think a whole new way about yourself. Just like Janet Reno said about thinking about was, was it Janet Reno that said something about the guns? No, no, is that who is it that said something about conditioning people to think about guns in a whole new way? Who was that? Uh, Pelosi, right? I don't, Nancy Pelosi. I don't remember. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. But but yeah, if you did that it would be it would be great. I mean uh, Yeah. But going back to that because okay, let's say I I'm just gonna I'm gonna answer the doubts that may come up over using something like I am whole and perfect. Well okay. the, immediately they're gonna say, Well, I'm not so whole and I'm not so perfect right now. So you can just Shift the language a little bit so it becomes more your reality in the present. Like, Ooh. I am becoming, I am becoming whole and perfect. I'm, I'm a step closer or something along those lines. Well, you know what's so interesting you, is that, uh, I mean, what I'm trying to get people to do is manifest that feeling of wholeness. So, and I do that quite a bit. So you brought up a very good point, though. Instead of saying, I am whole, because it may, you may not feel that way, right? What you, since you want to feel whole, then say, I feel whole. I feel perfect. I feel complete. Even if you may, you may not feel it, but just start saying it. You see what I mean? Because it's better, it's better to think that thought right there. It's going to produce a different feeling in you than if you say, I feel like shit all the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, let's keep the profanities off the recording, but because we are recording and future people might listen. So, Thank you. but that's true. You don't want to say, "Ah, oh, I feel lousy all the time." Oh, my life isn't working out. Everything is terrible. That's how you're going to filter your perception. You literally, you literally. There's some background noise. You filter your perception okay. by your words, and that's where the, that's where the NLP part of the mind control programs is so efficient. Because if they can get you to repeat some negative language to yourself, then that will be your perception, and that will be your perception of the program, and your whole future life will be stuck in entrainment. That is what entrainment is about. So. With the NLP that comes out of the military-industrial complex, we want to know what these tools are so we can use them, use them for good, be a force for good. You know what I sometimes do, you guys? And this is going to sound a little embarrassing, but I go, 
I take the words I am love, okay, mm-hmm. and I break it down into its syllables, like I am love, right? So that's like all those different parts, right? And I just yeah. do it very slow like that, and I emphasize every single little part of it just like that. And by mm-hmm. doing that, in taking your time, you're focusing so much energy on that, and it means a lot. You know what that means yeah. in your heart. You're using and you the will vibration. manifest. Yeah. yeah, you're using that vibration of toning so that you have that resonate throughout your system and throughout your thoughts. Yes, absolutely. And the and you're, okay, okay. And you're transmitting. You made, okay. you're, yeah, you, you're you made me think. Of, <laughs> I know you. I know you're full of ideas. I know, but you, <laughs> take a deep breath because we're we're reiterating so people can receive. True. Want people to receive it. Okay. That if you slow it down enough for people to receive. Then they can go. Oh, what is that? Yeah. Okay. So when you're when you're toning, I am love. Then not only is it in you, but you're transmitting, you're broadcasting that frequency. Exactly. You literally, you literally are broadcasting that frequency. And what is love? Love is acceptance. Love is allowing. Okay. And so when you broadcast that frequency you know what, sometimes you will experience people being buttheads, but you are loving, you are allowing, you are accepting, and it won't affect you the same way that it used to, because you are love. Now, uh, with regard to, uh, some some people love, the idea of love will work uh, to completely absolve that type of negativity, but the other idea that really works is abundance. Some people... Mm-hmm really really resonate with that word abundance and and if you especially if you have a, a a knowledge of yourself and your surroundings like if you know about the relationship between yourself and everything around you like i do then when you say the word abundance it it rings a bell inside of your you know your your spirit your heart kind of skip, you jump a bit, you know, you're like, ooh, you get excited because you're reminding yourself, you're you're reminding your mind, you're thinking about the truth, the ultimate truth. And that is that there's so much stuff around that is all available to you because it is all you. And uh that's a that's a part that's a big part of manifesting, uh no yeah. is recognizing that it's already already happening for you. you that's know? right. That's right. I I like that too because you know, people say, I'm so poor, I don't have anything. Well, I don't own a property. But um, when I was a traveler, I didn't own much property. All I had was an RV, my animals, and whatever I could fit in there. But I had every landscape and everybody else's pets. I could love every, I could love on anything that was alive along the way in any state, in any city, I didn't need to own property anymore. I was That was it. I was done owning because I have the whole planet to explore. Now, you don't have to own a little piece to say, oh, I'm a part of the world. You know, you are already there. You're already there. Well, like, for example, 
let's say if I want to feel the feeling, you could even practice with this. It may be hard to do for some people, but this is a good practice to sit in. If you have that awareness that you are other people, other people are literally living out their life as the larger part of you. So that's your norm, right? If just sit there and think, okay, if that's true, then imagine what it's like to drive the, the, the Mercedes that just went by. Be that mm-hmm. person in that car. Open your eyes and look and see who's driving what and appreciate other people and what they have. Um, the type of feeling that will come up for you is so awesome. It's called gratitude. You become grateful for not only what's going on in your own life, but for what's happening in other people's lives. It's the mm-hmm. most amazing transformation. really sure. is good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I recommend just, it. If right. uh, you want to, <laughs> if you want to share, you know, this is a good conversation. I'm hearing a little feedback from somebody's mic. Um, star eight to join the conversation. Try to be positive and encouraging. That's the topic tonight, and um, we'll continue until just before nine o'clock Pacific time, which will be twelve o'clock midnight Eastern. And then uh, also, let me ask openly, uh, star eight, or tell me in the chat, if you'd like to run a call tonight after this one. So give me your call number. I don't see Blue Raven in tonight. Um, So maybe a few other moderators have already talked themselves out. But if you want to open a call, let me know, and I will announce it to anybody who is on right now. Uh, before before we go though, I would like to just give my um, my email out. It's okay, so everyone on the call. I don't know if you're recording the call or not. I said you said you yeah, are recording, are. right? We are. Just but give your email, it, not your phone. It's second. Now. Yeah, it's second son. It's mm-hmm. second son of Donald at at Gmail. It's a Gmail account, okay. but second as in S E C O N D S O N of Donald and at Gmail dot com. And I want people to email me. If you're interested in going through some practices, right, to kind of reshape your thinking about, um, like, if you want to switch from negative thinking to positive, like, in other words, mm-hmm. learn how to shift your thoughts from negative yeah. to positive automatically. So without even trying, you can do it. Call me. Email me. Mm-hmm. I'll help you. I've done it. I, I practice it, and I can teach you how to do the same thing. Okay, that's good because some people in this in this group, the targeted community, can use more encouragement like that, and it's nice that you're offering to do that. So, um, you know, Donaldson wants to keep positive, and he wants to keep you positive too. So give him a call if you're depressed or anxious or something like that. And I'll give my email just as long as we're doing that. Um, I don't check it very often. I've got to tell you right up front. But if you need to get in touch with me, just write to SU808 at Juno, J-U-N-O.com. Uh, and it's also in my profile. If you're in the chat, you just click on my Sumaya name, and it'll take you to my profile. And I have... Um, Websites look at a couple of websites. In fact, my website for healing meditation is on there, and the call numbers for that they're you know 10 to 15 minutes a piece, and they're free. 
and uh, something, some things to do when you're feeling down. You welcome freedom. You know, we all need encouragement. So I asked the Lord what he wanted me to talk about today. I just waited on the answer. answer. He said courage. So I pulled it all together about courage. That's easy for me to do. Because I don't know what everybody needs, you know. I'm not talking to everybody all day long. So. Well, here's I'm one now. thing that could help people. Do you know you do you did you know that you are 100% successful right now? How how can you explain that to somebody who doesn't feel successful? Right. It's so hard to I know right off mm-hmm. on its face to to mm-hmm. to accept, you know, but. If you really realize that when you were born, you served your purpose, you know, yes, I mean, you're going to grow into a human being, okay? But you you did the whole, like, bur- you know, you came out of the knapsack. You started as a zygote. You moved through the whole process, uh, you know, of, of uh, baby formation, and then you came out of your mother. And so you were a success. From the you're beginning. a miracle. Really, you're a miracle because they still, I mean, everything is a miracle that's alive. Yeah. My, yeah. Miracle is good. Miracle is good, but success feels better because the, fe- the feeling that people generate, if you feel like a miracle, then it's like, I get, I get that. I, I don't feel like a miracle, I'll be honest with you. I feel that's, that's Jesus. Jesus is the miracle. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, to feel successful. Now, that is something rare, you know? Um, yeah. And, and I, I think everyone, that's possible. You know, and it's so simple to see that we base our, our success levels on generally what other people want us to be. So once yeah, we yeah. stop holding ourselves up to the expectations of other people and our, our other old expectations, uh, right. Well, that's true. So you, I mean, let me just explain in other words, the same thing, that if you measure success by what other people think is success, then you might fall short of your what you think it is. But if you just say, well, look, you live this long, you accomplished 10 to 20 things. If you just wrote them down, you'd see you are a success. That's right. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, the other thing is that people walk around and say, you know what, no one talks to me. No one wants to be a part of my life, you know. I've, I've sometimes mm-hmm. caught myself in dep- in some some depressing time uh, mm-hmm. saying to myself, you know what, I wish people would, I mean, I wish I had pe- people would talk to me, you know. And uh, I just wasn't noticing the, that that people were talking to me. What I was ex- doing was I was expecting certain people to to want to talk to me, and just because those certain people uh, would were not were not talking to me, I was saying ev- you know mostly everybody wasn't everybody. talking to me, which right. was not right. true. It wasn't. So I was believing a what a lie, okay, and that feeling was mm-hmm. not good. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I, that goes back to what I was saying before about filtering your perceptions through your words. So mm-hmm. you just, you know, gave another example of it. So you say, nobody talks to me, everybody's going away. Then you experience loneliness and isolation, but that's not the truth. You're, first right. of all, you can't get away from the world. 
everyone is here with you at the same time. You, you can never be alone, and you can't be alone in spirit either. So you're never alone. This It's an impossibility, actually. And when you filter out what you think is happening, then you miss out on what is happening. You fil- If you filter out what you think isn't happening, that's what I should have said. I'm getting a little tired, that's why. Okay. But, um, yeah, Man- you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if you filter out, you, you, you say to yourself, this isn't happening, okay? Already you've negated your reality, and then you're not seeing what is happening around you. That's what I was trying to get at. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, that people, okay, so by saying that the reality itself is not happening, it's, in a sense, you're negating the reality. I just wanted to repeat back what you said. Yeah. There's another That's thing right. called um, compensation, compensating for reality, which is the same, along the same lines as what you're, you're referring to, I believe. Um, it's pretty normal. I think a lot of people suffer from that because of just the, I think we are particularly traumatized having come up in a system of media propaganda, you know what I mean? Um, And also physical abuse and basically torture and rape by by the government. (laughs) I'm sorry to have to to go there, but that's actually the truth. People have been uh, desensitized and brutalized and uh so there's a lot of things that people are going through and mm-hmm. and you know you know <clears throat> there is a center place of peace it really does right. exist okay and the the place it's the only place that you're going to find that is going to be i'm not even going to say in you because i'm going to have to say it's in god because it's in your heart and the heart of you is at the source of life itself, which is God. Yeah. So you have to, when you believe in God, you're also believing in the spirit of life in every other being around you. Correct. So there you have that. Yeah. And when you start to see that life, then you realize how much of it is in you as well. That's the connectedness. But see, oh, 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 oh! In closing, for for now, I suppose. But when, when you when you realize that you can forgive yourself, right? Imagine, imagine being able to forgive yourself, and then realizing that you can do that. And if you can do that, having the realization that you can do that. Uh-oh, that means you can also forgive other people, too. If you can forgive yourself, then you can forgive others. Yeah, or vice versa. If you have yeah. already forgiven others, then you can forgive yourself. And that's, that brings up something else, though, this thing called cheap forgiveness. And wait, are wait, you hold, giving hold it? Hold on. I know you want to jump All to right. another concept, but let's give. Right. Let's see if anybody wants to respond, because forgiveness is a huge uh, topic for people mm-hmm. who are angry and abused. And uh, anybody want to star eight and say anything about forgiveness? Because um, in the last few minutes, maybe we could uh, help somebody with their anger right now. That'd be good. Yeah? Okay. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. There's a few people who are already unmuted. If anyone wants to chime in, 
Go ahead. Yeah. But I was just referencing cheap forgiveness. And yeah. do you give it? That's right. It, is well, it something that you participate in giving out? Cheap forgiveness. Or, you know, right. you know, just to save face. Can I get some yeah. comments back on that? That would be nice. Well, uh, we're, we're waiting, but nobody new is showing up. So just chime in if you're already okay. unmuted or star eight. And let us know what you think about that. Go on to your other concept in the meantime. Go ahead. Or did you forget? I believe, no, I believe it was cheap forgiveness. Okay. That, that, that the idea is it was in harmony with forgiveness. But see, now mm-hmm. there's, I've been doing this thing called the Ho'oponopono, which sounds kind of strange, uh, which is a, supposed to be it's American Indian chant, Right. Now it sounds it sounds mystical, magical, but apparently it's to get for to usher in a you know forgiveness and and gratitude, and it's okay. basically four sentences. It's um, you say please forgive me, you say I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, and you do it, you know as many times as you need to to feel be- to feel better to start pro- you know producing this feeling of forgiveness because in reality other people are the larger part of you and when you start to say that to yourself even in re- respect to someone else that you're dealing with in your spirit it's going to have the effect of helping you to forgive yourself mhm yeah well let me share at that moment and this moment, and both moments being connected, <laughs> the Lord's Prayer. Because most of us are familiar with that, but look how deep it is. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive others. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Matthew 6, lines 9 through 13, if you want to look that up. If I ever need, if I ever need help with forgiveness, that's the prayer that I use. Because like somebody saying in the chat, you know, how can you forgive torture? It's just unfathomable. You know? it's, it's That's what I'm there. saying. That's why I say cheap forgiveness, are you doing it? If it's not, in other words, if torture is not something that you can forgive, then you're not ready to forgive with torture, you see? And so, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's perfect. But um, to, but you cannot... You give out cheap forgiveness to torture and say, yeah, I forgive, I forgave that. Right. Well, no, here's where where I was going with it. Um, and that well, is well, I was responding to, the, to that guy. But. So some people would say, I cannot forgive this torture. Okay, I'm responding to. So what it does, though, in a prayer like that is saying, let me forgive this 
to God, like you said before, and in a different way. I'm taking this tragedy or I'm taking this hardship and I'm giving it to God or I'm giving it to the universe to use somehow. I'm forgiving this torture to God to handle because it's too big for me. So forgiveness can be interpreted a slightly different way in which you take it out of you. You don't have it churning you and causing havoc and health problems, but you forgive to the greater power of the universe, the creator, to deal with it somehow that allows you to be free of it. Amen. You forgive. Mm-hmm. You for you forgive. Mm-hmm. Before the, you have before you have the result, you forgive it. Like you remember this remember the paid forward? I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. So in other words, I forgave the the harm done by by the by the bus the passing bus at the bus stop when I when when I was so wanting to get on it. Yeah. Right? I forgave yeah. that harm by saying I believe in that in in actually you know the Lord's power to 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 use me as a vessel to manifest through and and quite literally without my experience being there that man would not have stopped in his van and backed up so yeah. you know that mm-hmm. that that experience of God changed the reality it affected life and it will affect your life and for 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 good too in a real mm-hmm. way, just trust in yourself and really believe and trust in 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 actually the power of God and thank Jesus for yeah. for creating a an avenue to to be able to communicate with God through. That's really Forgive. it right there because yeah, yeah. forgiveness giving us it's a, all, a yeah. perfect example of how to be higher level human being and becoming more spirit. I mean, Christ gave us that perfect example. So if we ever doubt, then we say, well, what would he do? What would he have done in my shoes in this situation? And his example is just so, you know, it's just so good that you can always go back to it. And the other thing is that no matter what time of your life, whatever phase of life you're going through, if you read the Bible or you read some of his quotes, for instance, you will hear and see things related to your situation that you didn't notice before. That happens to me over and over again. When John 14 came to my attention again, I understood so many things from reading that passage again that I didn't even see before. I didn't even see it. It was like I was reading something else, but it was in that same book. It's just that my consciousness was ready to receive that and and use it to my, in my life and with everyone around. Mm-hmm. And so to 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 send that. So some people are not really, you know, ca- capable of faith, like you mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. Someone mentioned earlier on the call, but. So for those for those people, right, who cannot do not have the same particular you believe in the story of Jesus Christ. In other words, what Jesus stood for and the the power, in other words, of tapping into to your your divine nature, 
right? If if that's the, if those are the aspects of the story that you choose to believe in, and you're not going to believe in any of the uh, you know the political rhetoric or whatnot. Uh, then then more power to you with that, too. And this message is also for you, especially for you, um, <clears throat> because uh, there's a connection to be made when it comes to manifestation and 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 also why Jesus was being so so persecuted, you know? Um, and the, the idea of sacrificing, you know? Um, and I believe that we, I mentioned sacrifice earlier, and it had to do with sacrificing ideas of myself, okay? okay, so that I could manifest more authentic desires. And that has, if you think about the relationship of, of between the death, right, Christ, sacrifice to manifest something greater like that, we see that theme popping up all over the place. And that was the same thing that I touched on. Right. So. Yeah, that's good. So let me... Um let me close the call now. It's just a few minutes before nine, um, our time. And uh, let me know if, uh, Karen, can you tell me in your chat if you would like to open a call tonight? I think you said you might. Let me know for sure, and I will tell everybody. And uh, anybody else, you want to star rate if you want to open a call, and uh, let me know, or else we'll just say, you know, love to everyone, peace. Keep the faith. If you need to reach me, sue808 at juno.com. And Donaldson also offered uh, moral support. So you can, his email is on there also. And uh, let's see, anybody ready to open a call? Let me know now. Deer in the headlights, Karen, do you want to open a call? I asked you. Let me know. waiting. Massachusetts, you have one more thing you want to say? You're on the air. Sue, I just wanted to talk a little bit more on forgiveness. One of the ways I look at it is this. Mm-hmm. We can forgive the person for who they were when they did what they did, but we don't condone or forgive what was done to us. So in other words, right. it's our way of saying it's okay. We understand you had a, you were in that situation at that time and that's who you were being, um, and mm-hmm. I can forgive the reason that it was done, but the fact that it was done was wrong. Right. Well, the way I put it is you can forgive the being, but not the behavior. Exactly like, the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. Like, I don't, condone, I don't condone abusive behavior or language, right. but I can forgive their being learning in God's universe just as everyone else. That's beautiful. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thanks to everyone else who's been on. Karen, are you having a call or no? I didn't get a yes or no on that. Oh, she says she offers a call. Will that be 130288? Yes, she will do a call. Yes, one three zero two eight eight on Karen's deer in the headlights for tonight. Just after this, all right? I'm writing it in the chat right now. 
Okay. So thank you, everybody. I appreciate. Um, come back next Wednesday and bring your friends. So we'll do some healing work together. Okay. Good night. Keep the faith, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.